Hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chart Shot Games Cast. Each other week, friends gather around talking about the things they're doing and the games they've been playing. Today, I have Justin with me today. Today. I am here today. Are you a Pokemon master today? <laughs> Do you even need to ask? <laughs> uh, today we also have Lo with us. What are you? I'm I'm a master of none. <laughs> That's sad. The jack of all trades? Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. Never toss And a we also have Ben with us. Yes. Well, actually, I'm... Yeah. Well, so I'm openly yeah, about Ben's that shit. Do you see my likes on Twitter? I'm not ashamed of liking <laughs> fucking lewds and nude art. And I'm, I embrace that shit. Fuck y'all. It's true. <laughs> I have a friend who likes that stuff, well, for too. Me, like, it's, the anime. Like, yeah. um, a lot of... Um, like comic book animated, like yeah. like people that mm-hmm. draw like comic book woman really sexy, and he likes all that stuff. And he shares it. Yeah. I, like well. I call him out on it all the time, just because it's fun. And <laughs> well, then he's like, I, "No, well, I, I love the arts. I, they look gold." Alex cosplayers <laughs> okay. most like gold. <laughs> it's like and like, and I'll think about donating to Patreon, but I actually won't because I don't have enough money. <laughs> oh. I made the mistake. It's just awkward. That that stuff uh, pops up in my feed like when people. Retweet and stuff, mm, mm-hmm. and like I'm usually at work when I'm on Twitter. So <laughs> I'm I never see the loot stuff now, except for so my one friend. More in your feeds, like here, y'all need more anime titties in your feeds. I started following female cosplayer at some point on Twitter, and I was like, oh yeah, she's she's attractive looking, and this is a pretty pretty good looking costume too. No 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 big deal, and then. Later on down the road, like I was, I was probably like at work or something. This is when I worked at an office, so like I was scrolling through my feed. I was like, "Oh crap, that's super loot. I can't. No, okay, can't do that anymore." <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff is basically <laughs> loot. Some of those are like, so, "Oh god, how?" Okay, close, close, close. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So I'll just like mentally like stuff in my brain as it pops. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I like <laughs> it in my brain, but nowhere else." <laughs> Spank bank. <laughs> exactly. And move on. And deposited. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> or madam, or whatever. Just <laughs> on with my day. <clears throat> so, Justin, what have you been up to this week? Um, nothing. Okay. Well, no, I, I, uh, I always want to talk about games, but like I haven't mm. been playing that much, so I'll get back to that in a second. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't here last weekend because Woo! I was celebrating my wedding anniversary, uh, first wedding anniversary, um, which is weird that, you know, I've been married a year because it feels like only yesterday. Um, oh. Although it's been annoying because now on Facebook, all this week <laughs> has been Ireland pictures, Oh, uh-huh. like on my, you know, on my <laughs> memories. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why do you do this to me, Facebook? <laughs> um, Facebook never lets you forget. So. Right? <laughs> so that's been both, like, nice but also frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun little trip. We kept it pretty low-key. Uh, we went out to uh, wine country, which is not California. Mm. It's just um, middle of nowhere, Missouri, where there's, like, <laughs> a weird amount of wineries and a brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, we basically, we went, we stayed at an old bed and breakfast, like, mansion type place, Ooh. which was super cool. Um, these people, like these kind of younger people had taken it over and are working on like kind of modernizing it a little bit, but the room we stayed in was very old. Like it didn't have a shower. 
Oh. Um, it had an old clawfoot tub <laughs> and like the the pitcher that like you know wow. you scoop water into and like pour on yourself. Nice. Um, there was yeah, no shower, like, not even time. like a hand shower <laughs> attached to the faucet or anything. Um, it was very old fashioned. Mm-hmm. But wow. there was kind of a uh, there's a few like new sections that they built on, and you could tell they were working on some of this stuff, but like they didn't want to touch the rooms too much because then they can't make money on them. Um, so it's a slow <laughs> process. Right. But they had a really neat like kind of uh, rec room on the main floor uh, with like a TV, the only TV in the building, which was weird. Also, uh, there was no TVs in the rooms uh, and a uh, pool table, which was super nice, like probably the nicest pool table I've ever seen because they usually go to, like pool halls where, you know, there's like holes Dead on bodies. it and uh, cigarette burns and things like that. Um, <laughs> and like the sticks are falling apart. Yeah, exactly. Um so we played some pool on a super nice table, which I was a big fan of, while Incredibles 2 was on the TV uh, because their kid was watching that and then, like, ran away, like, to do something else because that's what kids do. But it was still on. So we we're like, eh, we can watch some Incredibles 2. <laughs> nice. And she came back in at one point to, like, sharpen a pencil or something. She was doing some coloring mm-hmm. um, and was like, I can turn this off if you want. It's like, no, we're watching it. She's like, you're, you're <laughs> watch, But it's... It's like adults can like kids' movies. Yeah, they can. <laughs> um, what a novel idea. It's like, oh, oh, okay, that's fine. And like right away again. Uh, but yeah, I won <laughs> both games to pool. I just want to point that out because I am fantastic at pool. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm just better. <laughs> um, I'm better than bad, basically. And uh, <laughs> then we went back up to the room. This was like probably nine o'clock. Uh, we had a kind of an early, like, we phased out pretty early. We got to town at, like, noon, had yeah. lunch, and then hit all of the wineries and brewery. There's only one brewery. Um, and by, like, 7 o'clock, we were like, we need food. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. um, so we got some pizza and went back to the room because it was it was all kind of getting to our stomachs. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, like, by 9 o'clock or so, we were in bed at the hotel, uh, at the bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. And our room was right above that rec room. So around that time, like, other people were starting to kind of shuffle back in from, you know, being out and, like, making a lot of noise in the room underneath us. Um, so, like I said, there was no TV in our room. So we just pulled up her tablet, my wife's tablet, and, like, set it on this little kind of, like, uh, like bed desk thing uh, that was sitting off to the side. Uh, I assume it was some kind of, like, old-fashioned, like, you know... TV tray or something like that that they'd bring breakfast in on, like the maids would bring breakfast in on. Mm-hmm. But it kind of sets up, so we just put the tablet on that and watch Netflix on the on the bed and breakfast Wi-Fi oh. um, until like I watched Cloverfield for the first time. Hmm. Never, oh. never saw it because uh, it was never available on streaming stuff, and I just kind of missed the wave, you know, mm-hmm. when it was popular. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first movie, yeah. Yeah, that's not a great movie to watch on an eight-inch tablet screen uh, when you're trying to like on a with, honey- you know thin walls because it'd just be like on your anniversary. Well, that was fine. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that's what we do. It's just you know, it's not it's not like a romantic. Movie no, it's not. But who like cares? That. We don't do romantic romantic movies. Yeah. Really. Um, who needs all that? And yeah, so it's like. You know, if you've seen that movie, it's a lot of shaky cam and a lot of just, like, bursts of, of action every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
it would just be like super quiet and like hard to tell what was happening on the little screen. And so I'd kind of lean in and like turn it up. And then suddenly like <laughs> stuff would explode and like buildings would crumble and it'd just be like all over the place. And I turn it back down real quick. I'm like, these, someone's going to hear us and like get mad at us. So it was, it was not the best viewing experience, but yeah. that, that's a solid movie. I can understand why people want more from that universe. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the weekend. Uh, <clears throat> we went to another place like on our way back Sunday that was like, it's a winery right. that doesn't make any wine out of grapes. Um, hmm. So, like, they actually, they, they ferment different fruits. So instead of, like, you know, using, a, like, a grape base and, like, adding, you know, blueberry or peach or something to that, it's like they actually ferment, like, blueberries and peaches. Or I think it's pears. They, I guess they have a peach nice. and a strawberry they're working on right now. But um, we picked up an apple wine from them that was really good. And they had like kind of a spice mix and stuff, and you can like heat that and kind of make like a like an apple wine cider, which was pretty good. But yeah, it was just a really unique. Like I didn't know you could basically turn any fruit into wine. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think in Stardew Valley you can, so I should have known. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they do that in Stardew. That must be a real thing. Nice. Well, I mean, I like I know you can do it in Stardew Valley, but I didn't know it was a real thing. Yeah, but. Yeah, there's like a crazy amount of different fruit options. And they had one that was pecan. Like pecan wine. Hmm. Apparently you can just like ferment pecans for alcohol content. Sounds it wasn't amazing. Different. Like it was kind of a weird, like almost like caramely, uh like smooth. Um I don't really know how to describe it. It didn't taste like wine. Hmm. Hmm. But it was really like creamy and I don't know. It was weird. Interesting. Um but yeah, and then I didn't do a lot of anything. Um, Tuesday, uh, Spyro came out, so I got home and was going to play that. But even though I pre-ordered it, and like it came out Tuesday, it was not even like I had That's to annoying. add it to my download queue and like start the download when I got home Tuesday. No. The PS4 is so stupid sometimes. No, because it's not. I think it's the the fact that it's not always online. Like, with uh, with Switch, you can preload games. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know, the backwards Nintendo console everyone complains about the internet on. You can have a game ready to go by midnight if you pre-order the digital version and preload it on yeah. your system. PS4, for some reason, doesn't do that. I was that. able to preload Red Dead. <laughs> it didn't work for this. Yes, Spyro just doesn't <laughs> It didn't care. work for Spider-Man, I think. or No, the DLC of Spider-Man. It didn't work for... It just, like, I bought it on the store, and it just chills there until you go to download the PS4 after it's out. Hmm. I, I don't know. know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a finicky thing. Yeah. But, maybe it's only some games can um, do it. Maybe. But it took about two hours until it was, like, playable, um, which I thought would be, was going to be Spyro 1, and then, like, <laughs> 2 and 3 were, you know, the rest of the download. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just jumped in. I'm like, whatever. I'll just play Spyro 1 right now. The rest can download later. Uh, you know, it'll download on the background. You know what it is? It it's matter. probably because, like, um, you said you couldn't work for the DLC. It's probably because they, they read the other two Spyro games as DLC for the main game. So maybe that's why those went download or whatever. No. No, no, no. That that That's totally okay. related. Um, I was just saying, like, it all started um, downloading, and it got to, like, the playable point, which I thought was just Spyro 1. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm saying, like, this is after I forced it okay. to download. Like, two hours in. Yeah. Um, so I started playing Spyro 1, and the first, like, 
world of that, like, you know, all the levels in the first world before you go off in the uh, blimp or whatever, um, they're pretty quick. I, don't, I guess I forgot how quick those first few areas are. Or they felt bigger back on the PS1. I don't know. Um, but I finished that all up and then went to the hot air balloon guy and it said, do you want to head to whatever the next hub world is? I don't remember. Um, and then it goes to an installing screen. So it's like that 20 gig or whatever they had waited on for like two and a half hours was just the first hub world of Spyro 1. Really? <laughs> the rest of the three games was really? still in that download, which did not continue downloading while I was playing. Really? By the way. Oh. <laughs> it just stopped it. Oh, so it's like no. it made it playable, but then it stops the download when you play it. It's stupid. That's awful. That's awful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had to wait until uh, Wednesday to continue playing Spyro, which wasn't a big deal. It was like 930 at that point anyway. Uh, but uh, Wednesday I got home and didn't have internet. So luckily Spyro had finished during the day, so I just played Spyro all night. Not a big deal. But it was still a frustrating inconvenience to come home to no, come home to no internet because I spent most of the night like while playing Spyro, like on a text chat with the CenturyLink uh, customer service on my phone. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to call them I, if I'm going to be on hold and like you know wait for responses and stuff. At least I can do other things while I'm doing it. Right. Um, so yeah, I spent like two hours on this text chat as they ran me around and tried to sell me a better package. <laughs> Um, while their s- current service wasn't working. Of course. Know your place, people. <laughs> Maybe wait until it's Bad working moves. and then say, oh, good. Are you happy with your service? Do you want something better? <laughs> right. uh, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of typing along, doing some Spyro stuff, typing along. Um, and then uh, tonight, as of, you know, as of this recording on Friday, uh, let's go, or Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pikachu or Eevee came out, um, mm-hmm. specifically Eevee. Um, and I played a little bit of that. Uh, I jumped into it. I wanted to try out the little Pokeball attachment that I showed a little bit ago uh, on the video feed. Because, like, I didn't understand. It has, here, it has a control stick, like a little, you know, a little nub here, and it clicks in as, like, your A button. Oops, I just turned it on. Um, and then it has kind of like a uh, like a little space on the top side. That's another button. Uh-huh. It's basically your B button. But that's it. Like there's two buttons, A and B, basically, and then the stick. And so I wasn't sure how that would correspond to the game because when you get into the game, it asks you what type of controller you want to use. Uh, and if you select the Pokeball... It doesn't change the inputs on screen. It still has like A, B, X, Y, like kind of oh. weird when this is a specific accessory for this game. Weird. Um, and whenever it shows X or Y, I'm like, I don't know what those correspond to <laughs> or like plus and minus. I'm like, what? Do, how do I do those? Apparently, they're all pretty much mapped to like a, a, a motion, <coughs> like a, a waggle. Oh, um, but they don't make that clear. So you just have to like figure it out. So like I hit uh, the the bat like the little B thing on there, to, and it goes into the uh, the party screen. So like your you know your bag, your uh, your Pokemon, your Pokedex connectivity, things like that. Um, and if you waggle on that screen, it goes to settings. If you waggle like outside, like while you're just running around in the game, it goes to your like uh, play with your Pokemon 
screen. That sounds as convoluted as it's like, like Skyward it, Sword. Nowhere controls. does it tell you that. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Uh, it it honestly like it's fun to play with because it's just kind of a nice like little ergonomic like I was just kind of like chilling holding it you know like thumb on the on the stick just moving around you click in to to do a like it's really easy to use but there's just certain things you can't do or that take an extra step because you have to like <laughs> instead of just hitting a, a quick button you have to like uh, hit a on the Pokemon for example to go into like the uh, the I the description of their stats and things like that whereas otherwise it would just be like hit y or something and it automatically like goes into different screens um so there's little things like that where it's like why didn't they just put like another button on this or something um or you know remap the controls to better suit this accessory specifically made for this game things like that but it is good so far uh, for some reason, my monitor, like my computer monitor that I have my Switch hooked up to, just doesn't, isn't working sound anymore. It was the Spyro last night, but Pokemon wasn't registering sound. So the only noise I was getting was like the, the Pokeball sounds whenever you do stuff. Uh, so like I wasn't getting any background music or anything. But like when you catch something, you like hear the Pokemon cry in the ball, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and like it vibrates, like it has the HD rumble in there, like, you know, when you catch them, things like that. So I was hearing all that stuff, but the game was totally silent. It was kind of jarring. Um, Weird. But it's really pretty. Um, I super like that Pokemon are just out in the wild with you. Like, it feels like a real world that you're running around in, mm -hmm. and the Pokemon inhabit it with you. Um, I think we're going to talk about it later, but it's kind of like the uh, the, detect the Detective Pikachu trailer, where it's like people just walk around and Pokemon exist in this world, mm -hmm. you know, simultaneously. It's like that. But you can run into them and, and catch and capture them like slaves. Um, but <laughs> there's just some weird choices they made. Like overall, I am enjoying it. It's more Pokemon. It's kind of what you would expect it to be. Um, <coughs> but there's a lot of conveniences they put in there. Like there's no, you don't have to go to the Pokemon Center and like go to your box to transfer Pokemon or anything. You can just do that from the main menu. Um, so like you can change out your party on the fly. You have, like, every Pokemon you catch, you have with you at all times. Nice. It's just choosing which six are in your party. Mm -hmm. That is an amazing feature. <laughs> cool. But then they have things where, like, when you're on, like, the, the main party screen, um, and you want to, like, learn a new move, you have to select a move to see, like, what, you know, the, the details on it. Whereas, like, in the last few games, they just showed that on on the move like there's a bigger box um and when you're on an hd screen like that you can fit a lot more things on the screen mm -hmm. they should have kind of given you more of that information and like when you're trying to switch things out you can't see the types that they are you can only see their name and their level so it's like weird like this is supposed to be a kind of a my first pokemon game but the simplest things aren't listed there for for you know in an intuitive way where it's like, if you want to make the perfect party and you don't know what all these Pokemon are, you have to, like, select each one, you know, go to their summary, see what they are, and then decide if you want to switch them. And it takes so much longer. You have the room on there just to put type, subtype, and, like, a little bit of information about their stats. Hmm. Um, but I feel like they're still thinking on, like, a handheld scale with this game. It doesn't feel as big as the Switch should allow. Um... 
Also, so far, it's just been really easy. Uh, like, your your starter Pokemon is super OP. Hmm. And so I never really have any reason to switch out because you start out with the experience share. So, like, every battle, everyone gets experience. Every time you catch a Pokemon, everyone gets experience. So hmm. I just play with my Eevee. Like, because everyone's raising in <laughs> level, so why not use my super strong Eevee all the time? Why not? Um, I'm sure it'll get, you know, better as, like, I get more variety of things, because I'm still just, like, I'm just out of the uh, uh, Viridian Forest. Mm. Um, but the early game feels really simple and easy. Um, so that's kind of the main stuff with that. I wanted to play enough so that I could report on it, but obviously I've, you know, I've had maybe two hours with it at max, because we went out to dinner. Um, we were looking at a looking pretty seriously at a house we we're kind of talking about some stuff with that it took a lot of my night but nice. uh yeah i mean it's it's fun like i like it i'm not disappointed at all and i want to play around with the pokeball more because you can sync it to pokemon go and you know do all that stuff with it um <clears throat> the free mew was pretty cool too like i could have transferred it from pokemon go but you can't do any of those transfers until like pretty late game hmm. so hey free mew in my, in my ball why not nice um in my yeah, balls. you in my balls. <laughs> um, and I think you can put any other Pokemon in there too and take it with you, and it'll like get candies and stuff while you're out. Yeah, drowsy in my balls. Uh, it's funny to me. <laughs> damn it! I was trying to think of another funny one, um, but I I got nothing. What's it? Hey, hey, girl! I got a Gyarados in my balls. You want to see? <laughs> Hey, girl, you want to touch that lick-a-tongue in my balls? <laughs> That's probably the best one. You want to see my Ekans? <laughs> I got Ekans in my balls. Yeah. That That's pretty much all I got, though, as far as games <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> We're just going to move on, on. I made it lewd, and I love it. Because I was going to do a play on Arbok, and I decided not to. Mm-hmm. There's an Arcock in my balls. Arbok, Arbok on this dick? No. <laughs> okay. <Who's> next, <laughs> please. <don't laughs> <talk. laughs> no, we're just gonna sit in this awkward silence. Um, oh, boy. oh, what have you been up to? <clears throat> I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's true. I'm glad, I'm glad you made it out of that fire. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's. Man, it's just California. So it's just uh, so. Last weekend, my fiance she was she went on this girls trip or whatever. It was in California. So I'm like, oh, let me drive you. I'll drop you off. So then I was maybe like 30 minutes from my hometown. So I was like, okay, I'll go visit home. So I was visiting home, and then next thing I know, she's calling me. She's like, hey, all the roads are closed because there's a big fire that just broke. I was like, oh, great. So I guess I'm staying for for a while. So I ended up hanging out in my hometown for a couple of days. Well. That all got sorted out. I think that they they opened up like the next day or two later. But while I was there, I actually found I was going through my parents' storage, and I um, I'm going to show you guys for the video. But uh, for those of you that are listening, I found uh, it's a Neo Geo Pocket Color. So um, <laughs> I was hoping you would have that reaction. <laughs> You know how fucking expensive I, that shit is. First thing is I now? did when I realized I still had it in my possession, I was like, "Holy crap! I thought this thing got like destroyed or like 
thrown out or something. <laughs> but but it's still oh, pretty good. The screen so only has right now. like really super duper minor scratches, and I'm pretty sure they were just from the last time I played it, which was like <laughs> probably 20 years ago now. <laughs> but um, here's wow. one thing about it, though. Um, this is a cool little handheld. The, the screen's a good size. It's color. It has a little analog stick thing. Yeah. Perfect for fighters. But um, that's one thing. I had uh, SNK versus Capcom uh, match the Millennium or whatever, but it wasn't with all my stuff. So I was like, oh, crap. Like, well, maybe I can just buy another one. How 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 much could it be? No. $85. <laughs> yep. Everything else, uh, Samurai Showdown, King of Fighters, uh, Fatal Fury, like $20. I'm like, those are reasonable. I'm like, I paid $20 for like, you know, a little cartridge uh, for Neo Geo Pod Color. Like, whatever. It's like a little niche little handheld, but not 80 bucks though. So, you know, if it turns up, it turns up. It probably won't, but it was a cool little find, though. I mean, I also found my... Um, my Game Gear from back in the day, but I don't care about that. That's just that's decoration sitting on the shelf. I liked the Game Gear. Back. That was that was my. I mean, I didn't cool. own one, but I played it a lot. No, it was a great little handheld. It's just um, the the batteries. You needed yeah. six uh, yeah, no. double A batteries. There was like battery so, life, and there was the battery life was terrible. And then also there was like maybe five good games for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I owned them and all. I usually just had it plugged <laughs> in. I usually just had it plugged into the wall because I'm just like whatever. Like I'm not gonna like. Right, exactly. That's what I yeah. <laughs> so then I lost little I lost the AC thing. So now it's just sitting on the shelf as a decoration. Uh-huh. But um but yeah, this thing's pretty cool. I'm going to look around uh, the Neo Geo Pocket that is. I uh, I might actually look around and try to find um at least like Fatal Fury or King of Fighters or something like that just cuz it's just this little analog stick thing is just like begging to get used, I feel like. <laughs> and it's just It's so innovative. Is it probably the first handheld to have a joystick or the first cons- like the first system to have a joystick? Uh, I think it was one of the first, definitely. Um, I don't know about, like, console in general, but, um, I don't know of any other handheld that had this kind of, like, little analog sort of deal, but, um... No, because you only had the Game Boy, at least at that time. That was a straight-up D-pad. So, yeah. So that was a cool little find. So that's, uh, I'm adding it to my little sort of a shelf of decorations and stuff like that. Um... As far the as the Neo um, Geo Pocket Color came out in ninety nine, so. ninety nine, ah, that was a good year. <laughs> so yeah, there would have been, like the the sixty four would have been out by then. Oh okay, um, yeah, yeah. But there would be no other handhelds that had it. Like, and also right. just like joysticks in general, it would, would have been like uh, Atari or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I, joystick yeah. was the wrong term. Analog stick is what I meant. Yeah, you meant analog. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. I know what you. I know what you're trying to say, but um. Yeah, it's pretty cool, because um, uh, one thing I was like, oh, I wish this thing was backlit. That's one of the things I wish like it had, but I've seen, uh, I looked online, and I guess some people like modded theirs to have like a little backlight and stuff. I'm like, that sounds really, that sounds like a lot of work, so I'll just play when the lights are available. Like, back in the day. <laughs> Old school! That sounds really like it would hurt the value of the product. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I, no, but I guess some of them were selling on eBay for a couple of hundred bucks. I was like, wow, that's mm. cool that there's a little markets for that kind of deal. But fucking, you go buy that fucking book yeah. light that you would use. I had that's one of those I for my GBA for my, my Game first, Boy, the, the first gen GBA, mm. the one that was like more rectangular. Man, I love that. Thing. That thing was a cool design. I don't know. I like it was like it ergonomic. Really mm-hmm. 
it, the thing it. that I had, it was like a little attachment. You plugged it into the top. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a little clamshell sort of thing. It folded over and it protected the screen while you weren't using it. And while you need, while you were using it, it was just like a little. Uh, yeah, so I, I had that little, too. Like light. So, okay, cool. Yeah, you know what I'm Do you remember? Like, let, let's yeah. go. Like, let's go deep into old handheld accessories real quick. Do you remember? Like, that's, well, for one, all of the goofy Game Boy things that like make it like this make like massive like Megatron, but. Yes. Specifically, the one that was like a uh, a magnifying light. It was like a ring right. light, but like also was a magnifying I glass. Yep. I had that for yep. the Genesis, or not the Genesis. The um, what's it called? The the, the, the thing that he had. I can't the remember. Game, the, gear. game Gear. Yeah. Yes, I had that for the Game Gear. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like it, it wasn't a good magnification. It was like all wonky, and like you have to look exactly yeah. at the center. But yeah, um, yeah. I had my Game Gear, like, my best memories of my Game Gear was I was in the hospital after having an asthma attack. So they just gave me, uh, like, my parents came by and gave me my Game Gear. So mm-hmm. it was plugged into the wall, and I would just sit in bed, like, the hospital bed playing Game Gear all day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty good, good stuff. stuff. I had Streets of Rage, I think, two. Yeah, definitely two. Yeah, it was Ooh, two. good one. Uh, for it. And I think that was probably the best game on that platform. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what other things I had. I remember I had a baseball game. I didn't. I don't know who any of the people were, but I liked baseball when I was a kid. Did um, you have columns? That doesn't sound very. That doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> columns. It was like um, it was like one of those like it was like a puzzle game. It was kind of like a rip off a of Tetris, basically. <laughs> and then the other thing I I remember is I had the Sonic uh, Sonic game first one. Sonic Triple Trouble. Uh, I think it was just there the first Sonic. I don't remember what it was. The first, just yeah. the first Sonic game, just Sonic. Yeah, the Hedgehog. Game, that was on Game Gear, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. There was there was a couple of Sonic. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's what I remember yeah. with like my Game Gear. I also remember being car sick with my Game Gear at one point. Uh, <laughs> how weird is it that you get car sick? Like you just drive in a car. It seems so simple now. It's like you get in a car and you go. Like it's the same know. reason people get like <laughs> VR sick. Whenever they uh, they try to like, you know, you you in you in the game you go from standing to sitting, but like you're standing while playing, and so it's like the vertigo idea. It's like you're in a car, so you know, the car is moving, but like you're trying to play a game that's like going in a direction, and it doesn't match the <laughs> momentum of the car. It yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I just remember barfing all over the back seat. <laughs> Nice. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I let you finish. <laughs> I can just picture it now. Thomas, young Thomas in the back seat, gotta go. Bleh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I never had a Game Boy, like the original Game Boy. My cousins had that. They played like Doctor Mario and stuff like that. Nice. I have one in the bedroom right now, an old like gray brick, but they're not worth much, nice. sadly. That sucks. Yeah, because they're every they were everywhere. Yeah, but like millions. Great. I guess it's because they don't ever die. Like mine still works. It has Mario Land in it. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. Well, you've heard that story, right? Where like it survived the shelling and like. Yeah, but that that would affect its property value because it's like there's so many still in circulation because they never die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I just keep it as a keepsake. I think it's cool because it's not my original. I actually had an old uh, red one. Like, it was still the brick, but it was red. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's long gone. But, like, my old, my, I guess, ex-stepbrother, 
like ha- found a gray brick that he had growing up. I guess he's like, "You want this? Like, I don't, I don't need it. Just take it." So now I have his. So it's like, it's the same thing that I had, just gray instead of red. But it's not the one I had growing up. You could paint <laughs> it weird. red. Hmm. It's time to system like those two. Trade some Pokemon. I don't have any Pokemon <laughs> games actually. On eight, I mean, I've got like DS and 3DS ones, and yeah. uh, Game Boy Advance. I've got uh, Leaf Green, I think. Hmm. In my stash. Uh, yeah. I, the, like the only times I ever played with a game, like ever seen a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color, was like my cousins or the school ground. There was like these bleachers uh, next to the baseball diamond that we had, and he just had like ten or twelve kids just huddling around one person <laughs> trying to see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty popular. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other stories about handheld stuff? Ben? No? No, not really. You weren't rich enough to have a portable gaming system? No, I mean, I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, was he had everything. The video game store, so, like, I... I had, I had, I had it, baby. I just... I'm boring. I don't know if you know this, I thought you I'm might boring. have had a cool story. Yeah, I mean, not really. Not with a handheld. It's just like I had them, but I never had like a cool one. Um, I, I remember. I mean, like the only story I can remember is that like I never had a Game Boy. Never yeah. had one. Never wanted to touch it. It looked boring mm. to me as a kid. Um, but I remember my dad surprised. I love when my dad would do this. He never did it often, but he would. He came home, and uh, we had Game Boys. Like I had a lime green Game Boy Color. I love <laughs> oh, that nice. thing. And then he was like. My dad likes to play. Tr- my dad liked to play tricks on me and my brothers when we were growing up. So like, sons, I have to take away your Game Boys. I'm like, why? We thought we were being punished. And he's like, just give it to me. You'll understand in a moment. I'm like, and we we're all sad. Like my younger brothers like starting to cry. I'm like, my and my dad's just like hold like, like just straight edge. And he goes, and I want you to close your eyes. And we thought we were gonna get a butt whooping. You know, we, we thought we did something. We just thought we did something. Next thing you know, he goes, hold out your hand. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to slap our hands. So, and then we feel some, I feel something in my hands, and we all open our eyes, and, like, they're all in Game Boy Advances. Nice. Wow, Game Boy Advances. Cool. I got a, I, I had, my brother got a dark purple one. I got a white Whoa. one. I love that. The white, white one was so white cool. Game Boy Advance one. The um, white one. Yeah, and then my brother got the clear one. Um, I, I, if I ever buy another game, I won't buy Game Boy Advance because, like, there's no reason to at this point. <laughs> Um, cause I have a DS, but like if I ever do buy one for sentimental value, I want to buy the white one again because mm-hmm. I love that one so much. And it's again, like Justin said, it's such a cool looking system. And then, you know, then my love of RPGs started Golden happening. Sun, right. That's your, th- that's your deal. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Golden, Golden Sun and Advance Wars fucking ruled my nice. summer that year. Like they were just the games you know I played. The Tony Hawk game wasn't bad either for Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah. I oh, loved so. those. Like they were top down, but they, they were Tony Hawk. <laughs> Like they, it was unabashed they, they Tony really Hawk. Developed. Well, yeah. the controls just made sense for the the perspective and all that stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is so cool." At first, I was like, "No, this isn't gonna work," and then I was like, "No, it totally works." Yeah, because <laughs> I like I um, played uh, GBA was when I got into ROMs, and so I never owned the mm-hmm. Tony Hawk games, but I played the crap out of them on on computer, and they were solid. Nice. Like, I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah. My Game Boy Advance was an old, like, uh, well, it wasn't old, but um, it was the, like, Target exclusive purple. So it was, like, it was a purple uh, Game Boy Advance, but it had the Target logo across the, the top, like, uh, uh, gray part around the screen. That's probably it's, worth money today. 
So it's like this trashy, like brand, like you know, uh, tramp stamped Game Boy Advance. <laughs> but I still loved it because it was a Game Boy Advance. I didn't even care. It was an awesome system. Mm-hmm. It's so good still. So, Lo, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've just been playing a little bit of a lot of things. Earlier this week, we actually watched Outlaw King on Netflix. It's a pretty cool movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, I want to do that, but in a game. So I ended up playing. Is that Chris Pine, um, right? I don't know. Oh. Probably. Sure. You would probably okay. know better than I It do. is. I know there was like a medieval thing you Chris Pine on that? Netflix. Wasn't sure if it was. Um, That's all I've heard about it. If you do, I missed it. <laughs> but again, I wasn't looking for it. Where's that dog? You know? <laughs> couldn't see it. Hey, it's that dog. There's that dog. I've been looking for you. Um, but, but anyways, so so yeah, we watched that. I thought it was pretty good. It was an enjoyable movie. That is um, historically relevant. So I was like, oh, I want to do that, but in a game. So um, I played a little bit of... Uh, play actually a little bit i say a little bit but it was actually quite a long session um i played a mountain blade mount mount and blade warband um, oh okay interesting game and if, i remember i first when i first tried it i played it like years uh years ago and i was like oh this game looks interesting and kind of janky but once you get into it it's pretty fun for lack of a better term, there's a lot of uh, stuff you can do. Mostly, I'm just running around, just killing bandits and stuff. Just getting my name out there, striking fear into the hearts of people so I can be king one day. But anyways, but yeah, so I played some of that. Um, I played some Destiny, too, just so I can get that... Uh, what's it called? The Thunderlord? Thunderlord! Again, it's so cool. I just wish it it's wasn't so cool. a heavy weapon. Because it's just like, yeah, I'm totally badass and I'm out of ammo. <laughs> You get a lot of shots with that. You get like 200 something shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, it was just, I just felt like it was just over so quickly. I just wish it was, I just wish, <laughs> I wish either more heavy ammo dropped or I just wish, I just wish I had more, more ammo for that gun just all the time. You got specs <laughs> so that more am- heavy ammo drops, man. That's what, that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I usually spec for uh, heavy ammo. And uh, if I'm using a sniper rifle, I'll use um, special ammo. Yeah. yeah, the Thunderlord thing is awesome. Like, I just, cool uh, I, I was only, I've, I only got it recently. I only used it on a couple strikes, but it just melts through enemies. <laughs> like the main <laughs> boss at the end, we, you know, the one that drops the three levels, the, um, the Vex boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We killed it before it got to the. Like we killed it on the second level, like when we just no. got to it, <laughs> and I didn't even realize. Like it just disappeared, and then the chest was down there. I was like, wait, what? Like we killed it. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that gun's so cool. cool. It just shoots. It, it shoots lightning. Like you shoot people, yeah. they die, and lightning just explodes everywhere. What's not to like? What is not? It's to awesome. Like? Yeah. Cool so gun. other other than that, I still like using the uh, crap. What was it called? The gravit graviton gravitron lance. Graviton lance. Yeah. I just like gun. when it kills people, they blow up and they like spawn like little ball and they just blow up too. And like if it kills them, they'll blow yeah. Up. When you get a bunch of hive together and you shoot one, and then they all yeah. just blow up into void. I just yeah. love stuff like that. Just like the the on the on kill effects and stuff. So cool. Yeah, the um, mission for uh, getting the Thunderlord is pretty cool too. Like you go back to the the original Cosmo Cosmo. Yeah. 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 It's kind of it's kind of. It's really short, and I'm, like, a little bit depressed about that. I was like, oh, I kind of want to run around and see the rest of this place, like, as it is now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do something with that. 
It's funny because I I only played a very little bit of Destiny One, and it was like during like beta on like 360 or something. But I remember that one scene because it was like like yeah. the opening scene basically. And I was like, oh, with this all the cars and then that spot, and you have to run. I even in. posted in the chat. I'm like, isn't this from the first game? It was like, yeah, I remember this from somewhere. It was a cool mission cool. though. It was it was a lot of fun, and then I don't know. It kind of makes me wish they were just like take all the missions and stuff from destiny one and like bring them over so like i don't know so yeah. i can kind of like go back and just like give it some stuff, give it but... some of the hitman 2 treatment where you get all the maps from the first yeah, game into the something second. like that yeah i'd be into be that or at least like you know add some more strikes or something like that that are like kind of relevant that'd be cool just because yeah. i don't know because i never really played destiny one much aside from that beta and then um then i just jumped into two i was like oh this is a cool world i wish i could experience like more of it and you know yeah so, that'd be nice but um who knows maybe someday maybe somewhere somewhere out there they gotta someday. do something man i talked about it last week <laughs> dusty yeah. two not looking too good for activision <laughs> boo hoo <Yeah. laughs> our games a service yeah, game see. isn't making enough money womp womp it wasn't it free last week too or is that still a thing it's no, still I think free it's until isn't november it? 15th and that was yesterday. I thought it was the 18th. Okay. Oh, it's it's already. Maybe over. it is the 18th. I don't know. I just thought it was. Well, by the time the 18th would be Sunday, so that would make sense. The 15th uh, is yeah, the Thursday. That That's sense. kind of random. <clears throat> that is random. I already have the yeah. game. Why do I care? True. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was kind of interesting. It just seemed kind of like a uh, kind of like a push for like new destiny players because then they had that free thing and then they're like oh you can get this cool gun too and just happens to be you know just do missions on earth which is like the first place you get access to i saw a bunch of like low levels and then around stuff like oh, yeah i know it's kind of fun to see it's like oh yeah one day <laughs> <laughs> i used to be like yeah. you <laughs> just wait until they get addicted right <laughs> Um, yeah, Destiny's not any, it's not any less fun than it ever has been when I played it, so. Going recommendation. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just trash now, because my light. It hasn't gotten any less fun over time. It's been that long (laughs) since I played last, I haven't. Such a new. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even even know how that crap works, I'm just like, oh, my number's not as big as everybody else's. Um, I feel inadequate. Oh, man. (laughs) Ugh. Dude. Not to hijack your spot, but we did the uh, the last wish, Everyone's not the last wish, right? Um, the Shattered Throne, so probably. And mm-hmm. so we we finally got to the the main boss, and what you have to do is you have to weaken its shield down. Mm-hmm. So you have to kill these four wizards on the outside before the timer ticks down, mm-hmm. and then the shield goes down. You have to damage it until it goes back up. And man, we spent maybe like an hour and a half, maybe trying to get this thing done. Just killing the boss. Really? Yeah, because me and my dad were like 600, and my friend was like maybe 550, something like that. Oh, wow. So he's like 40 levels below the recommended level. And so <laughs> he just kept dying. So what he did, he just ran around and started distracting all the enemies so we could do our work. Mm. And it finally worked out, and we were so freaking happy when we got that done. And so now we just have to do the secret bosses for the... The, uh, the, 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 the Shattered Throne. So next time it comes around, we can just do the secret bosses and get that bow. Ooh, Super cool. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's continue. Um, no, that's really it. Um, I went in and got that gun, did a few strikes. I was like, okay, I'm cool. I've had enough. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so I just quietly logged out. <laughs> um, let's see what else have I been playing. Um, not really too much else. Um, I've been doodling a lot more lately, thinking about things and stuff. Yeah, I saw your Twitter account. With the, yeah, the low yeah, draws. I did that too. I actually did that like six months ago. I had started another twitter account for like all my art and stuff so i can just like, yeah. post all my doodles and crap oh you did and then i actually wanted to like share things to it before i actually you know like start like hey people look i have this other you know art thing like follow me what's but, it called the uh, uh, nero the artist or something yeah it's called nero the artist i believe yeah um the actual i think the actual twitter handle is actually nero a n3r0a i believe uh, yeah yeah okay. yeah that's it but if you look up Nero the Artist, you can still uh, find that. But just it's mostly just doodles problem. and things like that. Um, so I've just been... Uh, that's what I was doing earlier before before all this, actually. Just uh, doodling and paint tools side with my little my little tiny little uh, Wacom tablet. Wacom tablet. However the hell you pronounce that. I don't Wacom. know, I don't know Wacom. how to pronounce it. My drawing tablet thing. So, um, yeah. Just been yeah. doing some cool ideas. Thinking about superheroes and stuff lately. Because I have... Uh, I actually, uh, when I was back home, I we uh, watched. I watched again Thor Ragnarok. I was like, oh yeah, I like this movie. This movie's cool. It kind of made me want to watch uh, Infinity War again. So it made me start thinking about superheroes and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. Let's don't draw more superhero crap. So I've been doing some of that. Um, I think that's it, game wise. I can't think of anything else that I played that is of significance. Nope, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for me. Ben, what have you been up to? Well, last week, obviously, I kind of delayed the podcast a little bit because I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings because I <laughs> recently rewatched the entire extended trilogy because I bought it on Blu-ray. And after I finished Return of the King on Sunday, I was like, well, fuck, I want more. <laughs> Give me more. So you watched the Vast and Superior Steam. Hobbit trilogy. Awesome. <laughs> Hell no! Don't touch that shit. I tried. Um, I refuse to have. I'm not. I'm not going to be a jaded Star Wars fan. I'm just going to love what I love and not trash the Hobbit, but also not watch That's it. I'll trash the Hobbit. Anyway, Lord of the Rings um, fan. So- <laughs> well no i mean like if if people no because i'm like if people like it that's fine i'm not gonna judge you but i'm gonna exist in my little perfect box not harm but you're gonna be jaded and only watch the thing you want to watch so oh yeah because that's, that's entertainment duh anyways no because i like it i'm not hating it anyways <laughs> so i went to see him and I was like, what Lord, of the Ring, what Lord of the Rings games can I play that are quick for a buck? And all I saw was Shadow of Mordor, and I was like, fuck that. I looked to my shelf, I realized, oh, wait, I have some Lord of the Rings games for, for my PS2 that, that I still have hooked ones? up. And my only op... Uh, I guess I do have those, but I didn't want to play those. Um, not yet. Yeah. I probably will at some point. Cause I, so, so I put in Lord of the Rings The Third Age. Now, if you're not familiar with this one, this one came out like right after the trilogy ended. Oh, and Justin Lee just started talking about this. I see how it is. Anyways. I don't even <laughs> know what the hell the third um, age is. I, I've heard of it, but I don't know what the hell so it is. It's basically a, for those of you who don't know, and it's not available digitally, which kind of sucks. I think it might I have thought been it was on point, Steam. but my probably removed it because I, I looked, I searched no. it. It's not on Steam. Maybe they I got rid of it, on it Steam just to play it with so a higher bad. resolution. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's basically a non-canon uh, Lord of the Rings story. So, 
Um, instead of like playing as like Aragorn or, or Legolas or Gimli, you know, following their adventure, you play at the. It opens up with you playing as Barathor, this new, this, or this original character, do not steal, who's on the trail of Boromir, who's one of the main characters in Fellowship of the Ring. And you're like, you're kind, like, that's what they're told you initially, that you're, you're gonna, like, you were sent by the, uh, by Denethor, the sort of Gondor, to follow him to get the ring back to, for Gondor, you know, because men are assholes in, in Lord of the Rings. And as you Everyone's play the game, you're basically up until, yeah, well, the Except men are the specifically. Um, cool. Yeah, the, the hobbits are the, the hobbits are like what you aspire to be. <laughs> and so throughout the game, you, the whole story is like, you're basically following the fellowship. Like you, you find their campsite from like when they, when the crows find them, you go through the mines of Moria. Uh, you fight the Balrog with Gandalf, which is pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Um, you fight at Helm's Deep alongside Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, and they're like playable characters in this uh, in this game. And I'll describe what kind of game it is, and they're OP as fuck. Um, so, you're, but at some point, and I kind of once you get to Rohan, that's when the story starts to like drift away from mimicking. They you still follow the movie storyline for the most part, but it becomes more focused on Barathor. Because spoilers, because fuck it, it doesn't really matter because. It kind of gives it away early on. Um, the main character was um, uh, originally uh, he was he dis- apparently there was a fight at Osgiliath. That's that city that you see in Return of the King that gets overrun really quickly at the beginning of the movie, I think. And he was on that in this non- in this non canonical version. He was on it. He got stabbed by a ring wraith, runs away, gets captured by Saruman, and he was going to be used as a as a hidden agent to get the ring to him. And it basically leads them to try to purify his soul. But it's not really clear that's what the story is about. You don't really get hints until you get to Rohan. And you meet this one woman who's like, I used to be a Gondorian and I was going to marry this dude. And despite that that dude was also is also Barathor. It's, it's really weird. But, so yeah. It, it, it does a good job of putting you in the world of the movies. Like, for a PS2 game, it doesn't look that bad. Like, it, it's AIDS, mm-hmm. obviously. But, like... The lighting, the, uh, the the sort of how the mountains are shaped, the sky, like every everything feels like yeah, I'm in Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, and that's what I wanted. Um, the weird thing though is that this is a game that was published by EA in 2004, and it's a turn-based RPG. Really? Like it's not like a hack. Yeah, it's not a hack and slash, but it's not JRPG either. The most JRPG it gets is its turn-based yeah. battle system. It's very much skill-based level leveling up, in a sense. So basically. And you know how you, you level up in most RPGs, and you would you you know you would get your stats increased. Here, it's more Western, where you'll only get like every level you get two points, and you can allocate those two points to like dexterity, um, all these other terms. I don't give a fuck what they are. I know what they are. I, when I read them in the game, I know what they are. But they'll tell you what they are, and you can craft your character if you want. But obviously, certain characters. Well, you use magic attacks better. You're a better physical attacker. You're all. You're the. You're the. You're the Ryu of this team. Um, and it, it's sort of like that, and, and it works, and it does the thing I love in JRPGs, or in RPGs, that at the time, a lot of RPGs didn't do, is that you get customizable armor, so you find chests, of course, and, like, you'll get, like, a new helmet, and it'll reflect not on just the battle scenes, but in the in the overworld, too. You get different weapons, uh, different sets of armor that have bonuses, or that bo- boost up your stats, or decrease your stats, so it kind of was like, well, I could go with this. 
it, that boosts up my dexterity, but that doesn't really help me at the situation, so I can go with this. It's really fun, and I want to let my characters look cool. Um, it's and you and the, the and the team is the cast of characters. They're not that memorable. They're basically carbon copies of the Fellowship. I already mentioned Barathor. You have an elf. She's kind of cool. Although it's weird because like they do the they did this weird thing where like the the elf. Uh, I think his name is Ilida or something like that. Not Ilia or something like that. I don't remember. It's a weird elf name. And like she's partnering around with with, with Barathor in the beginning, and then all of a sudden they're in Moria. And she just kisses him and she just says, in, she just says to him in Elvish, you have my love. I'm like, wait, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> like, you've been nothing but, like, hostile to him this entire time and now you make out? You want to make out with him when you're running from a fire demon? Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. And then she gets super she gets super jelly when you meet up with this Rohirrim girl and he's like, I will do, I will help you out. It's like, oh, you're only doing this because she's a pretty face. I'm like, where did... You were just making out with me not like months like a month ago. Where is this hostility coming from? Uh, it's just weird like that. But um, and you got a dwarf, but he's basically Gimli light. Like he does, and he's even more boring Gimli because he doesn't have any like iconic lines. If anything, his armor looks cool. That's about it. You got a ranger. He does cool. He's like your he's like your bard in a way because he could do like status effects with his bow. Like he put characters to sleep, lower defense. Lower melee attack. It's it's pretty interesting, and there's also uh, and then and the the weird thing is like this is one guy. Your last party member. He's also of Rohan. He he's your spear user, but he's on a dragoon, so he's not going to jump in the air. At least I don't think he can jump in the air. <laughs> um, and he's just like because every party member up until then has like this cool moment. Like when you meet the ranger, he's like faking his own death to attract wargs to kill them to kill to, so he can kill them up close like that's cool this guy you're just going to helm's deep and he's like i'm going to join you and the party's like okay that's it it's like oh i i guess i guess you're here okay and like the only connection is that he was at the same battle that made barathor run away and get banished it's it's weird but it's it's very fun it's not the greatest game in the world like it's but like i legit played it for like eight hours on Monday. Like, I just wanted to keep playing. I wanted that Lord of the Rings high to continue. And I played it more on Wednesday. I'm almost at the end of the game. Like, I'm in, I'm in Endgame. I'm in Return of the King uh, areas of, uh, of it. So, I'm kind... But I kind of hit that wall where I'm like, okay, I clearly played this too much. And now it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel it now. So, I'll probably pick it up at some point because it's not a complicated game. It's... Very much like Final Fantasy X, and since it's very linear, there's no like big open maps. the The areas are big enough. Like some areas, like specifically like in Moria, you you'll have like one or two paths you can go down to, and you get you know a hidden chest or gets a different set of armor. You know there, and it's weird. And it's weird. There's like actually a quest system in the game, but it's more of like you're gonna do this shit anyways. But we'll get you. Here's a way to get free experience. Like you can. Every time you open a chapter, you can open up the quest. You can open up your quest menu, and you're like, "Well, it says kill, do this or do this," and you're just gonna do that anyway in the game. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna find it. And one last thing, what I find interesting about it is that like most RPGs have random battles. I wouldn't even call them random battles in this game. They're like fixed battles. Like no matter how many what how many times you play the game, when you walk to a certain area, um, you will you will fight at this location all the time. And I've tr- I've done that. I've I've done save points. I'm like, okay, let me try it again. Every single time you get to a certain point in a in an area, you will fight. 
Um, there are certain, like, there's a little icon that'll go up, like, that's the Eye of Sauron. Those are your random attacks, or random encounters, but they happen so few. You'll, you'll more get set attack, set battles, versus you'll get random battles, which I, I like, because I don't feel dangerous, you know, feel in danger when exploring the world. Um, Helm's Deep pissed me the fuck off as a kid, because that's the one, it took me forever as, as a kid, because it's true to the movie, where... You have to hold off a slot of row of enemies. So, you know, you kill enemy, you kill a party of enemies, that's it, you're done. In Helm's Deep, and there's three different sections of it, you kill one, more will come. Like, another one will join up, and then there's fucking suicide ones, and it's just like, oh my god, this is so frustrating. I'm gonna die. I managed to do it in my first try on that one, so. But, if you wanna know Hell, and you're not prepared for Helm's Deep, you're gonna, you're not gonna get past that point, because the game locks you in. You, you get sucked there, you're, you got a dead game. <laughs> Um, but the game is pretty good about its leveling system, you know, um, like, uh, instead of, like, you get special uh, abilities you can do, like, uh, a move, like, Barathor can have a move that can specifically damage orcs better or lower melee defense, and you get those by, say, using a, a his, like, that particular, from that particular skill move, that move, you'll gain one point towards that, and then by, if you use it ten times, you'll gain the next one, and you can choose... Uh, not and, and each character has like a sort of branching path where like, well, do I get the one that can lower melee defense or do I get the one that can, you know, put them to sleep? It's your choice. You're going to get them anyways, but what do you prioritize? And it's a little customizable on that. Again, not the greatest game in the world, but I'm, I like it. And I, I like it back in 2004 and I'm, I like it now. Uh, if you have, if you have PS2, play it. It's interesting. You know, especially if you like Lord of the Rings and you never played it, it's worth a shot. Um, just, you know, fight every enemy, use your special abilities, gain those powerful moves up, and you'll have the fun. The GBA version of it isn't uh, terrible either. I never, play, I never played that. It's more of a traditional uh, turn-based RPG, but it's not bad. Oh, okay. Okay. If yeah. I ever find it, I never saw it. Because uh, I knew it ex- I remember seeing the advertising, I knew it existed, but... Oh, no, that uh, one might be the, the strategy RPG. Uh, there is a traditional, like, uh... Uh, Lord of the Rings RPG, but I can't. I I think it. I don't remember if it's Third Age or not. Oh, okay. Well, Third Age, Third Age is like pseudo RPG, yeah. JRPG turn based kind of thing. But um, with uh, Smash coming out in three weeks, I've decided to officially pick up Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle again because Dragon Ball Fighters' netcode just keeps pissing me off every time I boot up that game. Um, and I and like it's at that point. In the game's life cycle, because, you know, the install base isn't, isn't as big on Switch as, say, it is on PS4 or necessarily even PC. So, like, only, like, the super good players are left. I'm like, well, let's do this. And I'm getting destroyed. But I still love that game. Like, I really hated that I put it down for Fighters. Uh, and, you know, Fighters is fine, but I, I love BB Tag. And I feel like I actually have a chance in BB Tag. And the netcode is so much better. Um, I actually made a friend on, on there who just oh, wanted to cool. keep playing um with me over and over again yeah and he was like more 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 and i was like okay one more okay one more and it was like 11 30 i'm like okay last one all right good night and it's like and he sent he sent me a message on um it within the games like see you tomorrow and i said maybe and then i left but so that's cool um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to play it tonight again because i have a problem um but that's it really uh third age pretty much consumed me i didn't even play yakuza this week like that's how much wow. <laughs> Third Age consumed my life. Mm. Um, I'm gonna get back to Yakuza. It's just I want. I'm in the. I'm thir- I'm thirsting for Tolkien. Damn it! And that game 
it was the drug that I needed, and it, I got my high, and I think I'm done for a while. But I'm going to beat Third Age. I'm going to beat that game, because I want to beat it. Because, oh, I have a story to tell. Is it about Third Age? About that. So, I, it's about Third Age. Because it's funny, because it's about my little brother being salty as fuck. Um, so, there's um, there's a point where you fight on the Pelennor Fields, you know, like in the movie, and you fight the, the Nazgul King, you know, the thing where, like, the big crown, you know, looking guy, uh, the Wraith guy. And... Um, he's a hard boss, at least back in 2004, because he, that was actually the fir- this is actually the first console RPG I ever played. Um, not Golden Sun, uh, well, Golden Sun, this is the first console. And, um, he would just keep kicking me and my brother's asses, like, we would trade turns and try strategies, or at least what we perceived strategy back in 2004, till finally I was like, well, wait a minute, scroll down in my, well, there's gotta be something in the items we can use. And there's an item you can get, and this can destroy bosses. And it's, I love that it, it, you can do it. It's called Morgul Decay, and it there's a there's a component that kind of is important in Third Age that I don't really care about too much, but it helps that each foe, like even your own characters, have an armor rating, and if you remove that, it'll do more damage. And so if you use Morgul Decay, it completely removes your ar- the enemy's armor, like for the entire battle. And I did that. And he's like, look, I beat him. What did you do? I did this thing. I threw it on him and I won. And he's like, you cheated. I'm like, you didn't win with honor. I'm like, Are you... I beat the fucking boss. I beat the fucking boss. Okay, don't be mad because I did it and I used an item that was in the game. All right. Um, so for real, use more... if you're having a tough time, just use more of the K and kick ass. The, the boss fights are, weird, are, are the most difficult part in that game. But yeah, that's it. I love my younger brother. But I still to this day remember how salty he was because I used an item that's in the game to completely make an enemy a joke. Because after that, like, I just boosted my defenses and then boosted my attack, you know, so I hit him more often. And bam, I was like, okay, you're done. Oh, and you fight Sauron. Like, you literally fight the Eye of Sauron at the end of the game. Like, you're on the tower and you fight the Eye. That's how the game ends. Yeah. Play play this game if you, if you if this sounds somewhat interesting to you. Because the plot, fuck, fuck the plot doesn't. That doesn't. Lord of the Rings doesn't have a, a plot, play, so. Well, sure, <laughs> ah, you're tricking me. What a fuck! It's three movies of people walking oh up a mountain. Oh my god! I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and I got look. I fucking cried when I finished. Did you like it's over? They finally got to the top of the mountain. It's finally over. Hey man, that was that was in 2003. That shit was relief. Like that was like, oh my god! Yeah, because you needed to pee for the last but nine hours. That's all. I, that's all I played. Oh just, my god, hold Justin what? doesn't hold Justin doesn't understand. Man. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, when when Thomas and I do the commentary on Lord, Lord of the Rings for December, I'm just trolling. Awesome. And I'm also how it's better. Watch these movies again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you believe that because my own personal bias to the love of these movies will not let Maybe me switch otherwise. Watch them and find um, out. but that's that's all I've been playing. Nah, yeah, I'm good. good. Um <laughs> Yeah. I'm I, that's all I've been playing. Uh, I desperately need to get back to Yakuza, though. Desperately. Um, yeah, so uh, most, of the, most of this week I've been playing uh, Hitman 2, uh, the new Hitman game. I actually finished it earlier this week. Uh, it's not a very long game. It's pretty short. I think you only get maybe like four or five maps, something like that. Um, the story is pretty cool, but it's just a bunch of like stills and like uh, 3D renderings. There's no like actual animation to any of it. So it's kind of weird. Uh, Does it the story feel more is pretty cool. Than the first one, yeah, it feels more budget for sure. Mm. Um, mm. but it feels like it's more budget, but they've made it more friendly for new newer users. Mm. 
like uh like it's a lot more friendly in telling you the the different assassinations that you can uh conduct for instance um you could just track uh an assassination from the beginning like you just you can just go into your menu and select uh track this one you don't have to run around and find them anymore hmm. which is in the first one you had to run around and find them all um before you could start tracking it um but yeah the story in this game is that it takes place right after the first one. Uh, you find out who's the one that's c- c- making all these contract killings, and it turns out to be like your, um, like your foster, like, not your foster brother, but like kind of like your uh, orphanage brother, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how else you would say that. Uh, someone that you grew up with, that's not your family. I don't know. Your brother's from another I mean, mother. F- f- familia is not blood. Yeah, familia is not just blood. It's it's you guys are my family. Okay, Uh, (laughs) I I would take the ring to Mordor with you. Yay! Wait, no, that's Lord of the Rings. I would. I would leave you. Uh, I (laughs) would take down Smaug with you. Smaug with you. Smaug. Smaug. (laughs) It's thought it was smog. No, that's the thing that Californians oh, have. Oh. You shouldn't. You shouldn't joke about the fires that are killing no. everybody. No, I meant smugness. That's what I meant. Just yeah. general pollution. Yeah, <laughs> not a dragon. Yeah, there's no dragon um, attacking California. Allegedly. Yeah, the story's a lot yeah. more interesting. It's kind of weird when you figure out uh, as this 3D models is staring into blank space because it's not even 2D. It's 3D, so it's like it's like empty room where these like soulless lifeless like character models are just standing and looking at each other it's like wow this feels like i feel like i'm taken aback and i'm just looking at someone working on it and still um <laughs> but the maps are pretty cool like uh the one for i think it's florida uh where it's the race car track it's the one that you've all seen in the trailers and everything um that's a really cool map there's a lot of diverse like uh density in it uh, diversity, like just two different. It's basically two different like compounds put together. There's like a, a racetrack event going on and like a military um, showcasing going on. Um, there's also one that takes place in just like the suburbs of America, so it's pretty cool. It's really weird hmm. uh, to just be like out in the open trying to kill people in suburb like suburb America. <laughs> apparently, there's like uh, yes, apparently there's um assassination attempt of like attending like a barbecue i want i want to see what that's like uh like hmm. hitman 47 asian 47 in like kiss the cook uh apron or something <laughs> um the one i did was that i just poisoned these muffins i no, no. i poisoned this muffin to kill this guy that was uh a realtor agent and you're showing off this uh, house to to some to one of like the to your target and you go downstairs into the basement and there's like a security vault and the guy's like, Ooh, yes, this is great. And he disables the security for it, goes inside and you enable security and the lasers turn on and he goes, don't do that. And he just blows up in front of you. It's pretty great. Um, awesome. Yeah. My, my two favorite maps are the ones that take place in America. Go figure. Uh, you're a bad Canadian. The last, <laughs> And the last mission just takes place on this weird island where there's all these people in these masks, like, trying to be, like, rich and, like, secret society types. And 
I, I really didn't like that map. There was just a lot of security and a lot of, like, you actually have to play Hitman really well in order to get around anywhere. Um, and some of the costumes that you can first get don't really give you a lot of free access. Uh, like, I like... The, the Hitman maps that I like are the ones that are a little bit more open, a little bit more... That allows you to, like, explore the, the area without getting caught um, so much. Uh... Yeah, so this weekend, or last weekend, I played Hitman with uh, Furtive. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Like it's Good Anonymous, yeah. <laughs> uh, QT is his other name. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we played the ghost mode in this, and the ghost mode is essentially... There's two players in two different maps. Like, we have our own instances... So whatever I do in my map doesn't affect his map unless I take out the target or I fail to take out the target. And then for his side, he has like 20 seconds, I believe, to take out his target. So you kind of, you can kind of force someone to take out a target, like, uh, lose their target, uh, assassination. If you take yours out by screwing up or whatever, like you don't get the point, he doesn't get the point. So you could be kind of competitive in that way. But he never played the. He hasn't played Hitman Two before, before playing with me. So he didn't know the map. Mm-hmm. I knew the map because I played it for like five hours. Um, <laughs> so I knew where to go and where everything was. While he was just stumbling around, didn't know where to go, mm-hmm. and it it doesn't reset your alert status when you die. So he, he keeps getting caught and he keeps getting shot by the police and the security and stuff. So you couldn't do anything while I was just sneaking around, killing it, killing my targets, taking everybody out, and being a pro hitman. Uh, there was one point where I was up in this like um, the racetrack area. There's like a thing above it where uh, people like wave the flags or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was up there and I had a sniper rifle, so I was just like looking for my targets, like trying to pick them off. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool mode, mm-hmm. but they really need to work on it. Uh, there's only one map available so far, mm. and also I, th- mm. I they need to do something about the alert status. Like try to get, try to alleviate alleviate that because once you screw up, you're done. You're like you, you, there's no hope in hell in getting to five points. So they need to do something about that to change that up. But otherwise, yeah, mm. yeah, that's it, disappointing. It really is. Um, but otherwise, it's a pretty good Hitman game. Uh, I recommend it. It's just more Hitman. If you're not into Hitman probably won't sway you one way or the other i'd say the first one's a little bit better just because i like more of the maps on that one but second one's pretty good too and yeah i'm gonna kill sean bean in four days <laughs> no don't kill barmere he just wanted to i like that he's in all the, the uh the ads and stuff just because everyone knows like kill sean bean is a thing <laughs> right um, there's also one thing that you have these, this thing called a briefcase now, like it wasn't in the first game, but in the second one, you can carry around a briefcase and you could fit like almost anything in it, in it. You can put like a sniper rifle in it if you want and just walk around with it and go past security and just like take it up somewhere where you can snipe people. It's pretty cool. It's like the, the case in, in Resident Evil 4, except you can actually see it in game. Can you, what? or am I wrong? Can you actually see him carrying the suitcase? In Hitman, he, you Hitman? carried the suitcase. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like Resident Evil Four suitcase, but you can see. Yeah, you see him. Ca- you see him carrying it around, and you can also like place it on uh, like um, like tables and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I also have a rubber ducky that I just throw Featuring. at people and blow up, blow, blow them up with. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Make that the advertising campaign. Now featuring interactive suitcase physics. My favorite thing to do is just knock people out watch with a suitcase. You... Is like walk up behind them and go, blap! That's because you watched Money in the Bank cash in so many times, and that's how it's fine. This <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> and Lo and Zero are confused. Mission I'm going to cash in on your life. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing at this right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the. Uh, I think that's the only game I really played this week. Everything else has just kind of been ancillary. Like, just I'm just need to chill and just zone out to something. Uh, I picked up Killer Seven. Gonna play that this week. Uh, I haven't played that since the PS2, and I never got very far in the wow. PS2 because for some reason the aiming in that game was awful, and they fixed that in. The new game in this uh, Steam version. Yeah. Um, so, Justin, where yes. can people find you? They can find me if they look up Zero Score on YouTube or Twitter. Or, I guess now if they look up Zero Score Gaming on Twitch, because I'm going to start doing that. Um, oh, no. I did realize that I forgot to mention that I streamed on Monday. Um, it was kind of a test stream. I'm gonna start like doing that more, like probably weekly. Um, I realize that it's kind of hard to like exist on the internet now without being some kind of streamer. So I guess I have to start doing that now. Um, I'm not like you know I'm not reluctant about it. It's actually it is fun. Um, I mean, Lo hung out with me a little bit. It was it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, we yeah. we played so or I played some Mario Odyssey, and uh, I. I made a giant tower of Goombas, and we talked about how much it must suck to be the bottom Goomba for a while, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my goal is basically just stream games that like I need to record anyway for videos, so that I'm actually like you know justifying the time I spend streaming because I would play those games anyway. Um, but yeah. Zero Score Gaming on Twitch. I just redid all my graphics and stuff. I'm trying to put some effort into it to make it seem legit. Uh, but that's my promotion this week. Lo. You guys can find me on Twitter at NeroTheHero, N3R0, T-H-E-H-3R0. You can also find me on YouTube, Near the Hero with Letters. And <coughs> if nothing else catches on fire, you'll, uh, you'll, you can catch me here next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're away from the fires now. So. Um, ben? Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash marvasiggy where you're going to get a whole bunch of anime titties on your feet because I'm no longer going to be afraid, <laughs> clowns. Um, <laughs> but um, for real, you can then also go to chargeshot.com where you can check out an uh, interview yeah. that I did. Uh, for this uh, Matt from who, who is oh, Matt makes yeah. games the developer behind uh, Celeste a whoop, whoop. game of the year candidate which by the way I want to say I know it was my personal game of the year but I called it <laughs> um, but either way go celebrate that uh, go play Celeste if you haven't already played it go watch my video um, you can get to my pinned tweet <laughs> no, 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 well. uh, I know Octopath is there but if you go there you'll be able to uh, if you go Octopath is still the pinned one but from there, you can find my find the uh, uh, the ramble I did on Celeste, the first one I did, and I love it, and I love that game, and 
fuck you, AC obviously doesn't deserve to be on that fucking list. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, Twitter.com says Marvel Siggy for Salt. And also, Assassin's Matt Makes Creed Games Odyssey. made Towerfall, and that just released on the Switch, and that's real good, too. Hmm. Yeah, the, the interview is easily our most viewed piece of content. So. It, it was killing on Reddit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to start crying. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty great. You can also. <laughs> it's great. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also email me, Thomas at charshep.com, if you want to get in touch with us for interviews. I can pass them along to Ben or Justin or anyone else that wants to do them. Uh, yeah, and yeah, chargeshot.com. That's where all of our audio, video, and written content lives. And until then, guys, enjoy your games. Bye.